Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, a podcast created to help you get out of your head and into your life. That is, if you want to have more fun, freedom, happiness, peace of mind, and success whilst squeezing the juice out of every area of your life. Join Jackie Ford every Thursday and listen in to her warm Scottish tones, wise heart and wonderful sense of humour as she interviews guests and discusses what it means to be unashamedly human. I want to read you a chapter from one of my favourite books in the whole wide world. It's a book written by a lady called Catherine May, a very insightful woman. And this is a beautiful book. It's called Wintering. And it's all about the power of rest and retreat in difficult times. I always wonder why we as women think that we're meant to be unsinkable, that we're meant to just pick up the pieces and and, and feel as though we're meant to be operating at 100% most of the time. And then when we don't, we give ourselves such a hard time. I've done that for most of my life. In fact, I caught myself doing it yesterday. I thought in sharing this chapter with you all, it will help you see that you're not alone, that this is normal. In fact, it's something that we should always do and recognise. Everybody winters at one time or another. Some winter over and over again. Wintering is a season in the cold. It is a fallow period in life when you're cut off from the world feeling rejected, sidelined, blocked from progress, or cast into the role of an outsider. Perhaps it results from an illness, perhaps from a life event, such as a bereavement or the birth of a child. Perhaps it comes from a humiliation or failure. Perhaps you're in a period of transition and have temporarily fallen between two worlds. Some winterings creep upon us more slowly accompanying the protracted death of a relationship, the gradual ratcheting up of caring responsibilities as our parents age, the drip, drip, drip of lost confidence. Some are appallingly sudden, like discovering one day that your skills are considered obsolete, the company you worked for has gone bankrupt, or your partner is in love with someone new. However it arrives, Wintering is usually involuntary, lonely and deeply painful. Yet it's also inevitable. We like to imagine that it's possible for us for life to be one eternal summer and that we have uniquely failed to achieve that for ourselves. We dream of an equatorial habitat forever close to the sun, an endless, unvarying high season. But life's not like that. Emotionally, we're prone to stifling summers and low dark winters, to sudden drops in temperature, to light and shade. Even if, by some extraordinary stroke of self-control and good luck, we were able to keep control of our own health and happiness for an entire lifetime, we still couldn't avoid the winter. Our parents would age and die. Our friends would undertake minor acts of betrayal. The machinations of the world would eventually weigh against us. Somewhere along the line, we would screw up. Winter would quietly roll in. I learned to winter young as one of the many girls of my age whose autism went undiagnosed. 
I spent a childhood permanently out in the cold. At 17, I was hit with a bout of depression so hard that it immobilised me for months. I was convinced that I wouldn't survive it. I was convinced that I didn't want to. But somewhere there in the depths, I found the seed of a will to live and its tenacity surprised me. More than that, it made me strangely optimistic. Winter had blanked me, blasted me wide open. In all that whiteness, I saw the chance to make myself new again. Half apologetic, I started to build a different kind of a person, one who was rude sometimes and who didn't always do the right thing and whose big stupid heart made her endlessly seem to hurt, but also one who deserved to be here because she now had something to give. For years, I would tell it to anyone who would listen. I had a breakdown when I was 17. Most people were embarrassed to hear it, but some were grateful to find a shared thread in their story and mine. Either way, I felt with great certainty that we should talk about these things and that I, having learned some strategies, should share them. It didn't save me from another dip and another dip, but each time the peril became less. I began to get a feel for my winterings, their length and breadth, their heft. I knew that they didn't last forever. I knew that I had to find the most comfortable way to live through them until spring. I was always aware that I was flying in the face of polite conversation in doing this and that the times when we fall out of everyday life remain taboo. We're not raised to recognise wintering or to acknowledge its inevitability. Instead, we see it as a humiliation, something that should be hidden from view, lest we shock the world too greatly. We put on a brave public face and grieve privately. We pretend not to see other people's pain. We treat each wintering as an embarrassment anomaly that should be hidden or ignored. This means that we've made a secret of an entirely ordinary process and have thereby given those who endure it a pariah status, forcing them to drop out of everyday life in order to conceal their failure. Yet we do this at great cost. Wintering brings about some of the most profound and insightful moments of our human experience and resides within those who have wintered. In our relentlessly busy contemporary world, we are forever trying to defer the onset of winter. We don't even dare to feel its full bite and we don't dare to show the way that it ravages us. A sharp wintering sometimes would do us good. We must stop believing that these times in our life are somehow silly, a failure of nerve or a lack of willpower. We must try to ignore them or dispose of them. They are real and they are asking something of us. We must learn to invite the winter in. And that's what this book is all about by Catherine May. It's a book about learning, learning to recognise the process to engage with it mindfully and even to cherish it. Because we may never choose to winter, but we can choose how.
So again, this is a book written by Catherine Mee, published by Penguin Books, and it's called Wintering, The Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times. I have gained great solace from this book, and I know that you will too. Could be larger than life, bigger than the world. Living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. You could fly higher than the sky, shine brighter than the stars. You can have all you ever Cool.